Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. How are you? Hope everyone's doing well. This episode features comedian Khalil the Comedian from Chicago, a fix a fixture of the scene, also runs the Red Room Comedy Club now. Um, he he uh, people have strong feelings about him. I, I wanted to give him a platform uh, and decide for yourself. Maybe a lot of people, most of you that are listening don't know who he is, don't know who any of us are really, but I'm trying to give a lot of comedians an opportunity to uh, express themselves, not just about dating, but just comedy scene as well. Um, check out my dates at paulfcomedy.com. I'll be at Side Splitters in Tampa with my friend April Macy, uh, Labor Day weekend. Then I'll be at House of Comedy Headlining in Arizona and JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona, Scottsdale and Gilbert, Arizona dates uh, on my website, paulfcomedy.com. If you know people in Tampa or in Arizona, send them my way. Oklahoma City and Arkansas later as well at the Looney Bins um, and also Washington, D.C. in October so Arlington Draft House, check out those dates on my website, paulfcomedy.com. Email me, pfarvar at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, subscribe, review, share, tell your friends. Ah! Ah! Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farva here. No voice of reason this week, but I don't think we need it. Uh, this guest, I've known him since I started comedy, I think 11 years ago. You're a... Uh, a fixture, a fixture on the comedy scene. Uh, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at this point when we've been doing it for so long. Uh, Khalil the Comedian. A fixture is a ne- ne- fixture nevertheless. Nevertheless, uh, yeah, you've been here. Khalil, yeah. how good, are you? Good, good. How you been? You, did I accurately say you've been doing comedy for how long now? I mean, you're uh, definitely longer than me because you were doing it already. Yeah, I, I you know, on and um, off. Or? And, I, and I'm going to give you a sort of a standard answer when people try to investigate how long I've been doing comedy. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like as being a comedian, it's like asking a stripper how long you've been stripping for. We never want to really admit the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. The wanna... longer you do it, it makes it sound like people always like try to. I just go from the day I first did comedy. Yeah. But oh, okay. uh, people are like, well, I didn't start until two years in. You know, that's bullshit. It's when you first started comedy. Yeah, if that's, yeah, if you're measuring <laughs> in, with those standards, I've been doing comedy yeah, 65 a 65 years? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got, I'm balding, gray hair. So, yeah, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. So, but, you've been doing I've, it for a while. But I've known you since Merkel days. Merkel's, yeah. yeah. Old Town uh, in Chicago. In the old days, there was a mic called Two and a Half Persians at Merkel's in Wrigleyville. Right. And we had a competition fun. every week. Yes, that was fun. Did you ever win it? No, but I won uh, the uh, opening act to Jeff Garland. And oh, Sarah that's Silverman. right. Yeah, so if people don't <laughs> understand. That night. Yeah, so Jeff Garland came into oh, Merkel's, and people were so mad at you for this. This is what I, you do alienate people. We'll get to that <laughs> in a second. But I need people to understand the story. So this right. is what happened, and I was there. Uh, Jeff Garland came, did, did the mic. John Thomas was subbing for Chris Bader, who was the other host. And he goes, what if I light him right away? And I go, I don't think you should do it. And he lit Jeff Garland right away. And then Jeff got not mad, but he was just like, oh, okay, so I guess I'm done. I'm like, no, no, we're just kidding. He goes, you know what? Instead of doing comedy, I'm just going to do a Q&A. And people started asking him questions about comedy. Then you raised your hand, Khalil, opportunist, goes, hey, can I open for you tomorrow at Second City? That's when the Just for Laughs uh, stuff was Just happening. for Laughs was in Chicago. Yeah. It was him, Sarah Silverman. And uh, Natasha Leggero. Yeah, yeah, Natasha. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, yeah, sure. Right. And then he, you got an opening spot. And everyone was like, 
so mad at you for they thinking really, of that and really doing it. Yeah, they were they were like, dude, that was tacky. That was this. Yeah, people uh, went after, and then Jeff hit me up, and he's like, can Khalil do? whatever five minutes yeah. i'm like yeah he can do it yeah but so yeah i mean i had a good time i had a good set i mean i, I wish i was that's better than winning the contest yes, in a way i i wish i was a little bit better comedian yeah. like the it was a while ago it was like yeah eight years ago right? but but i still had a decent set i was still you know i got to meet some pretty cool people sarah was pretty cool she yeah. was a little bit annoyed when i take maybe i took more than two pictures and she was like isn't that enough and i was like oh i'm sorry just one yeah. more <laughs> so i have a picture with her and you know jeff carlin and natasha okay but Great. uh they were pretty nice man they were pretty cool to deal with and it was a you know uh it's a cutthroat scene you know you gotta you gotta get your i tell that to can. people all the time it's like you're not here to make friends you're here to do comedy right. that's what i say but you do alienate people sometimes too what else have you done that you think is is misrepresenting that those are the facts of the opening thing so that i night. was there i saw the whole thing and kudos to you for having the balls to do that yeah i the, the, the reason i do, do did that is because i felt like if i run into somebody famous and if I ask them something that give that might give me opportunity, the worst thing that they could say is no. Absolutely. I agree and with that, you. And then you move on, you know. And some people may That's like a good that, attitude, may yeah. not like that, whatever the case may be. But, you know, you can only please uh, some people some of the time, not all people all the time. That's, That's what true. comedy is about. Yeah, you got to um, find your niche. Yeah. And I, do I, I don't know if I necessarily alienate people myself. I think that the vibe that I give off, because I don't smoke, drink, and just kind of mm -hmm. chill and hang, I feel like maybe people are prejudging me be without really knowing me. They okay. don't really know me. So because they don't know me, they're already having these conceived ideas about me. And if they don't like my comedy, they're definitely not going to like me because they already don't like me to begin with. Okay. Uh, but people that do get to know me within my circle, and I don't belong to any clique. That's the good thing that I've done in Chicago. Uh, I've never really belonged to any clique or any type of group that I constantly get axed from. I did my own thing. Um, so th I, that kind of kept me independent and just kept me going to different places in the comedy world. Like I can do 100% South Side and do right. jokes and notes, no problem. I can go to Highland, Indiana and do all white rooms. I can go to a, like Mikey O thing, yeah. you know, 300 people, all all Latinos. Right. So that kind of keep me kept me going in different demographics and different circles. Okay. Um, but the answer to your question, I don't personally, I'm, I, you I, stay out of it, but I think like now you do. But when you were younger, you kind of got in the mix with shit too, right? Like yeah. You would get you would fight with people about stuff. Sometimes people got into Those my Those people face. are all gone now. Yeah, yeah. Some people they may have not liked me. They got on my face, or or my comedy. My my comedy style when I started was abrasive. No doubt okay. about that. You know, uh, I was not well rehearsed in terms of what I should be doing, where my act should be going. Uh, uh, aside from like Kumail and Hannibal. Their comedy was almost cerebral, intellectual. They knew where the joke needs to end, where it needs to begin. Mine was a little bit more like an open micer who's angry. <laughs> so which I is everybody. Which Every, is a lot. That's right. how everybody starts. So right, that's, right. Not, that's not enough. But now that I s developed a sense of who I am and it took uh, you know, several years. You found your voice. Yeah. yeah, I found my voice. But people, if you like me, you're definitely going to like me and you want me on your show. And, you know, people have seen me like, you know, and, you know, this is the, the problem with comedy comedy since i've been running my own place is that i try not to be so subjective where i'm alienating other people right because like for instance you know i like your comedy it's completely different vibe it's a different type of genre but i i can sit i can sit there and listen to you and enjoy what you're doing i don't have to be you don't have to be identical car, car, car 
carbon copy of me. Like, oh yeah, this is my shit. Like, that's, that's what I like. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Well, that's. I mean, you're running a comedy club, uh, the Red Room Comedy Room, which yes, is right. great. I've done it. I, I speak highly of it to people when they ask me about it. Although Thank the you. last time I did it, there was a tiny room, but it was still fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hit or miss. Yeah. That's any club. Right. But what I tell people is the comedians that I like are not the comedians that will crush at the Laugh Factory. Right. So it's hard to, and I talked about that in my blog and on LinkedIn, where some of these comedy clubs have 20-year-olds that are running them that night, and they're putting up their friends that are bombing Mm -hmm. at a club Mm -hmm. with 40, 50-year-old people. And they're like, I don't understand why this is working. These guys usually do great. I'm like, yeah, but this isn't an alt room. You're at a a national comedy club. You have to put up comedians that these people can relate to. If they don't look like you, they're not good. Curtis Flagg at Laugh Factory, I think he cheats in the way that he sees what the, the who the ticket holders are, and then he sees, oh, okay, so there's about four Middle Easterners here. Let's put on a let's put Chris Bader or Paul Farber. Mm-hmm. Like he knows the crowd, and that's smart because those people have a good time. No, I, I do you I get do it. that when you're no, I um, I've booked, booking. So so just to kind of give you a rundown uh, in the past year because we we celebrated one year. Uh, Red Room Comedy uh, yeah, Club on the Red North Room Side. Red Room Comedy yep. Club on the North Side. I've booked over uh, 200 comedians. Okay, within the year, we've produced over 75 to 80 shows, and uh, and every single comedian that's been on there, regardless of whether I like them or don't like them, whether it's going to work or not work, it's an opportunity for them, and it's an opportunity for uh, Red Room to grow because now we know, you know, what how to how to work things out. You know, you see what works and what yeah, doesn't. Like we, I've had Vikram. You know, Balaji, yeah. which is a completely different type of comedian, yeah. versus Vic Pandya or or uh, both Indian comics. Yeah, by both the way. Indian. I like com- how you say yeah, all over big, the place. Yeah. The two biggest comedians in Chicago are Vic Indian. <laughs> yeah, Vic Twos. But they are very different. I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah, but I'm, I'm giving you that, like an idea. I know. So, I know. I'm just uh, fuck with you. And and yeah, so like, but but if I were to be like, oh, you know what? I like this guy, and that's my kind of comic, and that's the only one that's getting geek booked. Then then people like uh, Luis Alvarado. Would never, Alvarez, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but. That's right. I don't know the, anybody. The very emo, very emo comedian. Okay. You know, uh, he has a completely different vibe, but people like him. And, and, right. and even if I don't get your jokes, it doesn't matter to me. The crowd's getting it. Exactly. Right. That's, and that's how you should always imp- book it wrong. It's, it shouldn't be based on, it's not a popular contest. It'd be like, who's going to do well on the show? And that's how oh, I've always, I'm not a click guy, but I've, I don't get involved in the bullshit of the scene. I just want to do my sets. I don't want to go out. I don't drink. I don't go party. Oh, okay. So I'm the yeah. same way. Okay. That being said, so now you have this new crop of comedians who, who don't know you from the di- time when you were an open micer, angry open micer, and uh, fighting with other people. But you you know? might, can I give you one example? And I think you, yeah, and yeah. I, you, I know, you and I know this person. Remember Mike Sheehan? Yeah. Okay. That guy used to kill in front of comedians. So kill. funny. Just you, I would just die laughing. Yeah, he was he's the funniest to me, comedian. To me, he was just funny. Like he was just crazy, right? Then he would get a booked at Zanies, just completely yeah. Zane, out, bomb. Sometimes he would bomb, yeah. But he, I mean, I've seen him yeah. crush in that room too. I, but yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe the, the yeah, times yeah. I've seen it, he hasn't done. He it gets in his well. head. Well, he yeah. didn't do comedy I, anymore. Is he? You know, if he's still. I don't think he's doing comedy anymore. No, but, okay, no. He quit. okay. But he was another great. He was a legend in the game too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, back in the days. Yeah, the, you know, early two thousands. Right. But now you have these new crop of comedians who yeah. don't know you from that time, and now they've embraced you. You're you've got a club, so you've got this. You're a gatekeeper in a way so, yeah, where you get to see who's good and who's bad. Yes, and that and that's helped you 
reinvent yourself too as you find your voice with comedy too right yeah so how now how does that affect you with dating now oh, you're single oh yeah single dating yeah okay, now yeah. you get now you're on stage all the time right i just did a show with you uh you did the late night show laugh factory and then uh, i saw you talking to women I, afterwards so uh -huh. What's your what's your policy on that shit? Do you oh, hook up with girls that after shows or what do you do? So I think um, getting a being a little bit older once you're in your forties, mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit uh, you know harder to just kind of hook up. My vibe has changed a little bit, and I'm definitely and you're more, sober too. It's hard to like go on a date sober. Well, I don't drink anyway. But I'm the yeah, same way. Yeah, not, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so like um, I'm in, again, I'm very selective. I'm very like very picky about who I'm kind of you know go up with and hook up with whatever that the, the thing that's going on right now. But I would say like earlier in the game, I, I probably was definitely getting more, you know, uh, uh, action, action. <laughs> that's the word. Yeah. Action, sure. interaction. Sure. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's fun to talk to girls, but you know, but then the culture has changed too now, you know, because if you meet somebody, you got to be very clear about what's going on because, you know, me too and all mm -hmm. that. You can't be, you know, the word creepy. Can't be is, creepy, yeah. Th that word is just thrown, thrown around like it's not a... It's, it is it's thrown a, around a lot. And I think that like people, yeah, you know, people might have said that about you, but I'm like, and I'll, I'll no, I'm being honest with you, but I say, I always say, he's not a, he's not one of the guys. You, no. The guys who are the creepy ones that are you need to worry about are the ones that are like, are you least expected they're the ones that are online saying like oh women you know we, we got to talk out to women they're the ones that are assholes to women behind scenes you know what i mean mm -hmm. does that make sense like whereas yeah, guys like you or me who are not we don't drink but we're hanging around they're like well, what, what he's being weird it's like no he's not he's just fucking standing to go get ready to go on stage you know yeah i, I don't i don't People know if pick ever... up shit differently so or maybe it's racist. Can I tell you? Yeah, yeah. So let me let me tell you this. So this is now these are facts, and you you know we could check it. Like you know, I've known Erica Nicole Clark, Jess Naira, a lot of like those female, are your friends. Yeah. Those are my friends. But the thing is, we used to have a closer relationship before Me Too. Actually, to mm -hmm. be honest with you, I swear to God, like I, we would like hang out. I would give them back rubs, you know, and they can't would do that me. anymore. No, for I'm just telling you, I know. right? Which was completely normal. I it agree. Was not sexual. Different. It was not me Different being times. creepy. I'm, I right? get it. And I used then, to smell all the hairs on women comedians and the staff, and Joe Biden ruined that for yeah. me. I'd be like, oh, someone didn't shower today, but yeah. now it's creepy. <laughs> but it was as, a joke yeah, we as, had. Right. As soon as Me Too hit, everybody was like at least three feet distance, you know? Right. And because COVID you did too. not. Yeah, because, yeah, COVID def, def, definitely <laughs> didn't help. But like at the same time, like, you know, you don't want. People that you used to be close to and used to interact without any problems completely change the way the dynamics of that relationship is, mm -hmm. is, is, is working now. So so what I do is you got to just go up with whatever, you know, the society expecting to a certain degree because you don't want to cross that boundary. And then next thing you know, you're labeled as creepy. And right. because the com comedy community is so small, I don't try to hit on I don't hit on any female comedians. I'm extremely, extremely Same. careful about that. That's a good that move. Yeah. Because... Because if anything goes down, and if it turns out it doesn't work, you're the out, bad you know guy, what? no I'm matter the what. Bad guy, yeah, and especially with men. older guy in, oh, a, yeah. in a in a position of power, yeah, because well, you are. Well, I mean, you power, but well, you're a gatekeeper now. You to a you degree, run a club, and uh, you're a senior member of the comedy scene. True, You've been doing comedy true. for over ten years. Senior so, citizen, <laughs> senior citizen of comedy. So that being said, what about girls at shows though? That that have have you gotten girls I've, come up to yeah, you after yeah. shows? I've, so. I've gotten um, people, you know. They definitely like my material. Uh, they're like, "Hey, you were you were one of the f you, we liked you." Like that Saturday night, we just did a gig. Yeah, I mean, Laugh Factory, one o'clock in the morning. 
uh, I'm just doing a five minutes, six minutes slot. Right. And I'm like, I, I, I literally, I, I kind of stood there and I was like, I got to watch this crowd because it's getting late. It's one in the morning. What do you got to do? What do I got to do? I always do? tell people to what's do the, that. I yeah, always tell people energy? to watch. Yeah, yeah. What's the energy like? Well, how are they? Are they drunk? Are they like loud? But the, the last Saturday, man, that crowd was amazing. Amazing. Like, well, they just wanted, they wanted jokes and they wanted like interactive stuff. There was a good crowd. Yeah. Nasty show, Laugh Factory. It's a late show. It's different than any other show it's hard to show to do but hardest show to do and because easily hardest show yeah yeah. that room can be packed it'll be harder than doing a show at at laugh factory with 20 people yeah yeah yeah. agree exactly but if you're not if you don't know the room it's fucking brutal but i was yeah that's why i was like i was literally standing there for like at least 35 to 40 minutes to see what the the whole energy was like before you went on i did that because that helped me kind of work out my set on stage and i had a good time you did and you had a good set now here's the deal now i know i know you're probably a lot more closure Curtis now despite that you know in, on the comedy scene I know that in terms of being single or whatnot I am not on the roster nor do I ever get well that's booked. a different show right yeah. so you so. you uh that's a show uh that he doesn't really book and it's also right for it's also a place where he gets to see who he's going to book on the weekdays yeah yeah hopefully so you do you do well there consistently you'll get booked any show He's very. He watches the tapes. He watches oh, really? things. Okay. So okay. you'll get on there. But okay. let's let's get back oh, to for the being single. Dating. Uh, I would say dating, man. Um, I, I I've been single for a, a good couple of years right now. To be honest with you. Well, so, well let's it, start this. It's by choice. I think it's not because I'm trying to be single. I just I'm just not. I'm not. I don't want to spend my time and energy with somebody that I'm not really going to be into. What's uh What's the long? When was the last time you were in a relationship? And how long was that relationship? Mm, I would say maybe about uh, about a year and a half. Okay, that's uh, a long relationship. A, yeah, it was a with this Filipino chick. Um, <laughs> How'd you meet her? I kind of met her through a friend. Okay, but this was more on a mission of like let's try to get married and stuff. Um, but it was a setup to get married. It was no, it was a setup, but we kind of did date. Like it was, you know, um, we we kind of got to know each other and whatnot. Um, it just it just didn't work out, you know, um, and we just kind of moved on, but. Well, why didn't it work out? Good question. I now it's been. She it's was been a some little time. bit controlling. Okay. Uh, I thought, and and um, even though she was, I'm Muslim, so she was also a Filipino Muslim woman. Oh, uh, is that important to you, religion? Uh, it's important to me in a sense that if you're trying to live a day-to-day life, I think it, it becomes a little bit more important in terms of religion. But in okay. terms of if you're just dating and and you, if both parties are liberal, like for instance, my brother's married to a Christian girl and he's Muslim, but they're both not very serious about their religion. They're not very traditionalist. So they, it works out fine for them. They what got about kids. for you? For me, uh, I'm a traditional, but as long as like the girl is not into drinking or doing pot every day or, mm-hmm. you know, doing what, just, I like a, productive relationship not a counterproductive Got one, it. where i have to babysit you or I have to be worried Worry about, about you, you being, being high drunk and fucked you know fucked up or whatever understood yeah so i do you um do you uh do you pray like every day are you that so, religious or not really uh i'm religious in a sense that i feel like prayer is more like meditation okay so like i pray maybe at least two to three times a day I, oh I'm that's not gonna, good i'm not gonna that's say pretty I do five, yeah i don't do five prayers do you I guess. do ramadan and stuff like that i have yeah i've done ramadan that's ha- fucking last, hard as hell last year i didn't fast because i have like anxiety issues sure. and all that so i couldn't really fast it i you know because when you have anxiety or i panic. think during covid it was forgiven yeah muhammad yeah. would agree <laughs> yeah so i didn't i didn't <laughs> fast 
but I did observe it to a certain degree. Sure. Um, I observe, you know, um, being a Muslim, I, I observe Islam to a certain degree, but I'm not fanatical or I'm not like a super conservative uh, religious person. Uh, but, but it's part of your life. It's part of your part faith. Of, yeah, part of and the that's ethos. important. Yeah, part of the, so yeah. do you only date women who are Muslim or, or what if they what if they also don't drink and they're pure in the ways that are productive right, to you? Right now that I'm that I'm getting older and single, I, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more flexible, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, you know, I'm having like, I'll take whatever. Going, going out of business sale right now. So, you know, 10% off, no, 70% off business. Yeah, that's Do you want to get married? I do. Because Why? I because I feel like marriage is not necessarily it has nothing to do with necessarily sex or religion. I think it has uh, more to do with companionship. Yeah. So it's I think it is good to have some companionship because you don't want to be that old guy, like who's still clubbing or whatever. And I I mean we might be that old guy right now still you don't clubbing go to clubs. I don't. I'm just, I'm just saying I used to though. I'm, right. I, mean, I used to club a, like yeah. a lot. Like and I we used can't to, go there yeah. anymore. It's yeah. too loud. Yeah. yeah. Too loud. Um. I mean I like loud music, but yeah. Uh. But I think. Marriage for like you know I think recent example was uh, when you watch Joe Coy and uh, Chelsea Handler, yeah. right? They're both been single, they're both successful, um, and I don't know how much I don't know if that was a remarkable one. They it didn't work out. Apparently they were dating for a year and they announced that they didn't broke up out. on the internet. But what they the vibe they were saying that they needed companionship. It wasn't about sex. It wasn't yeah. about money. That's it was, how it is with yeah, anything now. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, yeah. At our age. So in that in that sense, yes, I would like to be married because I don't want to come home to a girlfriend at the age of seventy five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> well, it depends what she looks we've like. We've been yeah. we've been dating for three months now. You know. Yeah. Um, but well, I don't know. What about you though? You, I you, I don't want to get married. I think it's an outdated institution. But I also I I like companionship. I just I just don't. I like being alone. I like being alone a lot of my time. I, okay. I don't get, when I was younger, all I wanted was a girlfriend, but okay. I like, I don't need that companionship. Sometimes okay. I do, mm. but I also like, I look forward to being alone at the end of the night. Sometimes. So you're, you're sort of the Bill Maher of Chicago? I suppose. What? I don't okay. know what his, his strategy is, but do you want to have kids though too? Or, um, Because mm, if you do, you, you don't want to be the old yeah. guy at the, playground that's either. right you don't want to you don't want to pull that's the, even worse than michael douglas yeah. you don't want to pull the michael douglas is that your grandpa no yeah. that's my dad right um i don't i don't know that's not my priority okay kids not my priority but uh companionship and an actual steady relationship so if you don't want to have kids there's no rush to get married or steady companionship is important so what are you doing to find steady companionship what like what have you done since the last breakup that's been you know it's what been a, it's been a while um because of COVID, I didn't really do much, uh, to be honest with you. And I think that I'm like pretty tempted to get on Hinge. You or should. It's great. I use it. Bagel meets coffee, coffee meets cookies, whatever that shit is. No, no. <laughs> the other ones are, it's all the ones that are online Hinge? are Hinge is good. I think that's the best one. You, you've been, you've been good. I'm good, on Hinge. Yeah, I get good results on there. Okay. So how I, often you also do, you also have to do your due diligence. You know, okay. you're a computer savvy guy. You should, you should, uh, you can look up the pictures and see if it's really, you know, updated pictures. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And make sure what they say. That's, yeah, that's one of the biggest complaints that I've gotten. Some, some. Uh, have you my, used Hinge before? I have. I, I you, you have know to what? use I was, it. I think I was on Coffee Meets Bagel or something. I don't even know what that one is. I, but. You know, you know what? To be honest with you, bro, like all the relationships, solid relationships that I've been onto, uh, that I've been into, or that I have that I've been in, I've actually met these people in person. Like uh, that's the old days, dude. Yeah. Now most people meet online, and I and I agree with you. I was very hesitant like at, at like health club and stuff, you know, like while working out. Do you, know, you remember? 
do you well you can't do that see going back yeah. to what you said you, you don't you can't approach no, it's a people creepy status. yeah it's a creepy <laughs> thing that's i'm serious like you can't that's how i met all my girlfriends were at bars mm-hmm. after 2 a.m all wow. my best relationships were that time oh shit because that's when i would be most comfortable talking to people because wow. i would have a few drinks and then I'd be like oh I'm, now i have confidence to talk this is before comedy yeah. but um now you can't do that you can't organically go up to a person and be like oh are you done using this barbell right. mm-hmm. it's fucking creepy <laughs> the the apps is the way to go but um you have to do your due diligence you have to go on there and you have to be like hinge is great because you can see what they don't put on there is more how you get out of it so for example they have five opportunities to send pictures mm-hmm. if three of those are pictures of their dog that's kind of a fucking red flag right, or right. a picture of them skiing with all their clothes on. Well, I don't know what that person looks like. Right, that's right, just right, a red right. flag. Right. Or okay. you answer all the questions where it says, don't drink, don't smoke, stuff like that. If they don't answer those questions, that's a red flag Okay. or religion. Right. That's how you can meet people. Okay. Cause then, and it also, um, there's no surprises. But since you're like a prominent comedian, almost like a headliner, and you I do, am a headliner, right? Not you, almost. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, yeah, that's what I meant. Headliner. headliner Headlining can, next week, all yeah, weekend, kids. Headliner. Where at? Dependent. Well, it depends when this airs. Okay. But all, I mean, the next four weeks, I'm headlining. So. Oh, cool. So, in your case, do you end up meeting a lot of people because you are, you know, you you? They know who I am. Yeah. yeah so. uh, they can Google us very easily in comedy. Right. So I always I say, can I? What's your last name so I can look you up? They're like, if they don't give it to me, I'm like, I'm not doing this because i'm a very public person mm. and if you're not going to give me any information on you it's just not going to work because oh, okay. you have an unfair advantage You're like well i didn't look you up i'm like i don't care i'm not doing this no. so you they do know sometimes okay well now what if you meet a girl that you were really into you find her attractive she's a good person mm-hmm. and you guys get along would you be willing to make that move you're like you know what i didn't think i was going to do this yeah but you course. know what i'll do it yeah, I've like, met people that that they think that's going to happen. I tell them up front, I don't plan on getting married. And then I think about it. I'm like, well, maybe it'll work at some point, but I don't want to waste their time. Mm. So I don't want to, I don't need that. I don't, I don't do date, you think you might be driving women away because you're you're saying you don't want to in their fantasy? Yeah, I drive a they, lot of people away, 100%. Uh, they already, they go to my website, they listen to the podcast and like, uh, I don't want to, I don't think this is going to work. I'm like, uh, okay. I, but I also rather do that than waste my time so how many women do you think out of the percentages that are willing to say yeah you know what i want to be in a sort of a non-committed uh uh long uh, probably one percent right yeah yeah because how many yeah how many yeah but i'm also in a different place i don't care i i'm i date people that i'm comfortable with and uh, we have a like a mutual relationship that's like okay look you know so this almost, isn't going anywhere right, but you would we have, have to be in an open relationship but that is kind of right? like an open relationship yeah, because like, but i'm also not like out there trying to i'm not doing it because i want to go fuck a bunch of people it's just because i don't my priority is comedy right Mm -hmm. so i don't want people when i dated someone i didn't want them to be mad that i canceled the date because i got a guest spot uh at zany's or comedy is your main girl yeah your other girl is actually a side piece that's what they gotta respect and they have to have their own shit going on to understand that that's for me but this is about you. So me, yeah, me, man. Um, I, I, I think I might take up your suggestion and start kind of signing. Go up on Hinge, stuff. dude. Go yeah. on Hinge. Go on all those. There's Posse Globals, uh, another one. They are sponsor of the podcast, so obviously, but they have a group thing where you can go on a date with groups. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there might be like, like for instance, like in which is Tom, more like the old days where you go out with your friends, groups, you yeah. meet people. Yeah, yeah there's less true. pressure. You're talking about like kind of like a meetup kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like a meetup. It's called Posse Global. It's a great podcast. It's a great uh, uh, it's website. An app. It's yeah, a it's web. an app. Yeah, okay. it's free. Yeah. 
that's a free okay it just started in chicago they they uh they're working on getting more people in there but hinge is great bumble's fine too have you dated a comedian girl Let, that's okay. no Michael. i won't Never? date comedians ever no okay i've i've hooked up with a couple and i'll never do that again okay that was okay. like early on in my life mm, okay so and you, some of them don't do comedy anymore but which is good okay. yeah but the thing i don't know if you remember at uh merkel's i don't know if you were there that day but when tinder came out mm-hmm. we all joined it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we That's were all right. matching with each other it was kind of funny it was <laughs> like it was because we didn't know what the fuck it was right, and it was right. such a cool thing and That's now that's taken off too but hinge is a great app you should use it and then fun and plus it you can i'll do that i'll get on 90 day fiance that's what i'm that's my <laughs> next goal like. well what do you what do you what are your deal breakers then with women obviously if they drink or smoke you're out right yeah, my deal my deal breakers are um i like i like okay so this is part of my comedy bit that i do like which is you are being attracted to a person is definitely a good thing. You want to be attracted to somebody you're with, right? For mm-hmm. sure, right? That's mm-hmm. an initial physical of, attraction. Yeah, is physical important. attraction, right? Then there's an intellectual part of it, which is your hey, you know, this person is pretty. You can cool. talk about yeah, stuff. Yeah. Then the very the thing that staples a relationship and can uh, have a profound long-term effect is somebody's habits. So habits is a uh, daily uh, routine. Yeah, you're you're not dating the person's looks anymore. You're dating their habits. Right, sure. if you don't like their habits, shit's not gonna work out. So, so what are the habits? Habits that are, like I'm just giving you like for example, like for somebody, you. Yeah, no, for don't me, give yeah. me an example. No, give no, me for you. me, for me, it would be like if a girl's not clean and she's not organized, uh, sloppy, she, dirty, she's sloppy, dirty, house, leave uh, cuisine yeah, containers plays, all over. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't cook. Um, you know, she doesn't like. She's not an organized um, person. person. That's like that would be like just. A are basic, you very organized? I'm for, for the most part. I'm organized okay. and clean. You know, um, you know somebody who doesn't floss their teeth. Somebody who who doesn't wash what they eat. They eat hygiene. They're eating yeah hygiene. Like they're eating you know nuggets and That's eating important. like yeah you know at midnight they're eating a big buffet. You know. Chicks like that, I'm not. Yeah, that's those it's are deal breakers for me. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you can do that shit when you're, you know, twenty something, but if I'm looking for somebody in thirty something, they gotta have good habits. They gotta be organized for it to work. Because if Makes we're sense. both disorganized, if we both have bad habits, then we're all gonna be on pills and at the uh, pharmacy pretty, for the most part. Okay, I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage, or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, Donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Um, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to. Or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own. And don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at 
scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Right. How about how about religion then? Is it you said you're open to outside Muslim? Yeah. As yeah, long I'm, as they're like I'm open to that now. Uh, but again, I think if somebody matches the good habits and then if we can have an intellectual understanding of what what you're trying to do, then let's just say if I wanted to still practice excuse me, practice my religion and this person is like whatever, that would be fine. But as yeah. long as I can do my thing and there's respect and mutual love and understanding. What about political stuff? Do you have any I don't, deal I don't, you know, no, not really because probably uh, a lot of Trump fans aren't going to like you anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm not <laughs> even, yeah, it's funny, man. Like, uh, I don't, even if somebody, if let's just say there's, there's a girl who supports Trump type of thing. Yeah. I personally wouldn't have a problem with okay. that. And the reason is because, uh, I don't want a person to the one who's a political myth to, to a certain degree, to be having uh, to have so much impact on my life, but they're breaking up my fucking. Deal. That makes like, sense. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't, you shouldn't, it shouldn't if somebody do. if somebody says they like Bernie and I like Trump, so what? Okay, Wh- what about day to day? What are we doing day to day? Right. Like, How does it affect you day to day? Yeah, and if it's like, well, sometimes it does with politics, but can. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I can't like if you liked. Well, wow, let's just say Andrew Yang, and I'm like, oh, I don't like him. I'm not gonna yeah. be like, well, like we can't be talking no more. Right. No, that's just dumb. It's different uh, times now. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Um, might be back in back the, game, in the day, was people. My, my parents are on the opposite side of political spectrum. They they've been married for you know fifty years. Really? So, okay. Yeah, but that's it's different now. It's more Trump is such a figure that alienates people, and as does you know Bernie or whatever. Right. right. What about looks or or do you date Indian girls? Oh, that's a good question. You know, because I don't date Middle Eastern girls very often. No, in fact, I've, very rarely. Yeah, that's that's a, if that's at a, all. Actually, I've only. I've only hooked up with one Persian girl in my life. Really? Yeah. I've hooked up with a Persian girl for sure. Okay. Um, well, you're you, not Persian. You got to get that. You got to have the Persian action. Um, Persian action. <laughs> what about Indians? Do you, do you? I've, I've, here's the, here's the thing about me. I've pretty much dated every single person from all races. Okay. Like I'm, I've dated Chinese, Cambodian, Filipino. Those are all Asian. Uh, Korean. Yeah. These the, are all Asian. Indian. <laughs> Again, still Pakistani. A, still East Asian. Iranian. Still um, Middle East. You're uh, still, it's all Palestinian. White girls. What about white uh, girls? White girls, yes. I was going to come to girls. the white. Black girls. I've okay. dated white girls, black girls, South America, Where did North you grow American. up, Khalil? I grew up in, uh, well, I came here when I was 12. From India? From India, okay. yeah. I grew up in Hyderabad, India, uh, for the first 12 years of my life. Okay. So, which was really cool. Um, really enjoyed my childhood over there. Now, now I think about it, like, we, we never ate anything out of a packet ever it was all fresh. Yeah, that was pretty interesting yeah. Fuck yeah like everything was fresh are you vegan or vegetarian no 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 okay. i'm not a vegetarian uh, i don't eat pork you know okay pork sure. and i don't drink yeah that's like the muslim thing but um I so you moved here that. when you're 12 yeah. where'd you grow up and i grew up in uh, around wheeling wheeling, wheeling okay gotcha uh, buffalo grove area yeah. went to school over there okay and then you know went to college part-time and dropped out went back you know and stuff fair like enough that. yeah in high school though did you have girlfriends then or was it hard no, for you then? i would say Cause because it's gotta be hard because the accent and I don't racism know I, now, and fucking wheeling yeah yeah well yeah, i don't know if i hadn't wheeling's a suburb for those of you in yeah, chicago wheeling illinois i i i've had um it was weird man the dynamics of girl situation was weird like i've had some girls that were really into me like and i was in like, high school yeah did you know were yeah. you like i i was you know what shy man? I, or no i always had I wasn't necessarily shy. I was a go-getter, like, you know, but I did have low self-esteem. So esteem and shyness are two different things um, uh, because, like, you could be not attractive and have a completely high self-esteem and you're the shit, right? Which is Like, like most m- comedians. Most rappers. Yeah. <laughs> and comedians. <laughs> and comedians. But um, I, 
I mean, yeah, I didn't really get my game on in, in high school, but as soon as I got out, when I think when I'm about, when I was about 20, 22, that's when I really like, yeah, my, my game was on for sure. sure until I was like almost, you know, until, up until did you go to prom 30, or anything in high school or anything like that? I, I did not go to prom. I didn't go to my own prom, but I went to another high school chick's prom okay. when I was like 21 and she was <laughs> oh, no. 18. That's yeah, fine. So. 17 is still legal too if she was in <laughs> illinois yeah let's just yeah so i mean I'm as gonna, long as I'm, in this state yeah yeah it was in illinois it was yeah i went to her prom and she took me like a, i was like a trophy date like yeah and now i look back at my picture i'm like fuck i used to look pretty good man like <laughs> I, know, I, those are I was like you know you ever talk about that you're like fuck yeah i have a I'm sex like, tape from my no, 20s i won't man, delete it i'm like no wonder i mean you know i i just had low self-esteem but when i look yeah. at my pictures i'm like I was actually pretty fucking. I just did uh, yeah. James Camacho's podcast where he says go back to high school, and we talk. It's all about high school podcasts. It's really fun. Hey, go listen to it. And James yeah. is a great guy. But I talked about wanting to go back and just being like, ask all these girls out because I had no confidence or self esteem. Trust me, all those yeah. girls that you you were yeah. into right now. No, they're man, all horrible. Now. They, they no, are, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, no, no. They are, they probably all look like Led Zeppelin singers right yeah. now. You know, all, white women. White women when they get old, they don't they age. Like, <laughs> Some of them don't age well. What um. <laughs> So exactly. what, uh, what, so, okay. So you date all, uh, do your, do your parents I've care? I've dated across the board. My parents do they want, don't care. They don't care. They just want my, you to get married. My parents, um, I, I, I guess for the most part, they, they, you know, they would be happy if they, if they, you know, um, see me with somebody because everyone that I, you know, all my family, they're, they're all, married all married with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, they're waiting know, my on brothers you. have kids, you know, and I have, I have nieces and nephews. Uh, so I've kind of vicariously lived through, um, I've kind of yeah vicariously lived through them in terms of uh, yeah I marriage. have nieces and nephews so I have no need to get kids but but like in terms and I've I've also seen the good bad and the ugly in terms of marriage you know uh, uh, for the past twenty years I'm especially like, the last two years of COVID yeah yeah so Everyone. COVID so, killed more relationships than that's yeah that's anything. what they, that's what they say yeah, yeah. so there was a ninety nine percent chance of dying from a relationship than <laughs> exactly than COVID. <laughs> what so. Um, the deal breakers we've covered, we've covered what intellectual ha- stuff that you need physically. It seems like you're all over the board. You don't have a type really. Oh, physically, I, you know, obviously, um, I mean, I'm five, seven. So if a girl's about five, three, you know, I, I, I do you date girls taller than you? I have, I have dated a girl. I think the tallest girl I've dated was like five, ten, maybe okay. five, ten or so. They just can wear heels. Around da- you. Yeah, no, they could wear heels. It, that, that doesn't bother me. But I think it's just like at the end of the day, I think most women want to feel like they're looking up to somebody not looking down. Yeah. They usually, <laughs> girls are like, no tall guy. And only tall, you have to be six foot or right, taller. Right. And you're like, you're five, three, so, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do a whole bit on that. I, yeah. you, I remember you, I don't know if you saw my thing uh, on stage when I did that. Um, got big laughs on that one. That was good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think my girl is probably about five, two, five, one. Okay. You know, certain range of height. It's, because I feel like uh, uh, if, you're, if you're being honest with yourself, uh, a relationship or, or being involved with somebody it's not only about chemistry it's physics and biology you sure. know what i'm saying so if uh, if the physics biology and chemistry match those three elements i think you can have a good relationship sure. and usually people lie to themselves and say oh i'm not into that it doesn't matter looks don't matter or or the girl could be this or that uh, that's They're what I'm all saying. lies that, that's, I, every time a girl says i don't care what you look like yeah, fuck you yeah yeah that's and i don't care and guys are you know we're, they're lying we're the worst yeah, yeah yeah so i in that sense i would say i'm picky uh, and I'm just whenever I do try to hit on the right person, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, you would go see on hinge, dude. This is shit. perfect yeah. for you. Yeah. Here's why it's good for you because yeah. then you can write shit down 
and see, and think about what you're gonna say. You before don't own you do Hinge, it. do you? No, I don't. I'm just helping. <laughs> I should. I fucking <laughs> should sponsor or any of those. Forget it. Any of them. Go to Bumble, Tinder, whatever. But Hinge has all the. It has their whole fucking biography, mm-hmm. and then you can also think before you say something so you don't offend someone yeah, or yeah. shit like that true, which true. i think we all have that problem so it's just go on there see how it goes and, we'll, and then come back and tell us how it went we'll have you back on and be like all right how was your hinge experience or oh. bumble or whatever oh, oh okay yeah. so there, there's gonna be a follow-up to maybe okay. unless you get married then you can't oh if you get no married. you oh, can come back you can come back if you get married I, actually I we've had a success story then? we've had success stories come back from listening to my great advice in fact uh trevor gertenson came on this podcast never would never go on the dating apps Met his wife. No shit. You know about the dude who wears eyeliners and shit? Yeah, yeah. That dude? Yeah, he's married now. Wow. From the podcast. No shit. Okay. A lot of setups from here too. We're out of time, Khalil. Where can where can people find out more about you and uh your your room? Okay, cool. So tell them about it. uh, You can It's a great uh, room, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. And you've been there a couple of times already and we appreciate your support. Um you can go to redroomcomedyclub.com. That's our website. Uh Instagram, you can follow me on Khalil is funny. Uh, on IG. K-H, right? K-H-A-L-E-E-L is funny, one word. You can find me somewhere um, right on Instagram. And, and then, on Hinge soon, too. You'll find and me on, on Hinge. On Hinge, I'm going to, yeah, I haven't signed up yet. So after today, I think I'm about to sign up and then stop being single. So, there you uh, go. And then maybe I'll come back. But yeah, man, thanks a lot for having me. I yeah, thanks it. for doing it, Khalil. Hopefully it'll clear it up some stuff. And if you guys have questions, email me about it too. And we'll, we'll take care of those. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. <laughs>